is the Ali Le Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another episode of Ali Le Rouge. I'm your host, Peter Hoon. Well, not much has happened since our last podcast a fortnight ago, has it? We've just continued our unbeaten run, had two 5-0 away results in the Premier League and beaten Atletico Madrid in Madrid. Not bad, eh, Mono? I mean, are you pinching yourself? It's been an absolutely fantastic few weeks for, uh, for our team, hasn't it? You know, um, the way we've been playing, you know, unbelievable football to, to go to Watford. You know, we said a few weeks ago, we, we're a bit wary of their, you know, big strikers and that, but he never even got a look in, did he? They never got a sniff. You know, we'll talk about Watford, obviously, you know, in a minute. And then to go to Madrid and then beat them in their own backyard, you know, it was a tough game, you know, with all the antics that were going on. And then obviously United, is, for me, is one of the greatest games I've I've witnessed that, you know, just to humiliate them on their own ground in Manchester, it's it's uh, it's right up there for me. And, and uh, you know, to finish it off at Preston with an, um, another, another decent win, really, you know, with, with a different team out altogether. I'm so excited that I didn't do the introductions. So we've got the first team, we've got Mono, we've got Keith Colvin, <laughs> and we've got John Nicholson. Uh, that's it. I'm so excited. I just want to start talking about these unbelievable matches. John Nicho, I mean, if you ever, you know, I mean, what a run this has been, isn't it? You know, it's just absolutely, it's getting up there with the greatest Liverpool teams you've ever seen, isn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't, <clears throat> if someone had told you there the results you're going to get, you wouldn't have believed it, you know. Um, particularly in some ways, I think the Let's Go Madrid results to, to beat them, you know, in their stadium, with um, you know, they've, they've got great players at Let's Go Madrid, but we know the antics that they get up to and the way that they yeah. try and spoil games and get into the referee's head and all of that. And I think that was just a fantastic result to get that there. Maybe the Man United one. A lot of people, and I was sort of um, cringing a bit because I hate it when um, everyone gets too too confident. But a lot of people were saying we'll we'll, we'll have a Man United, um, you know. But you never quite believe it's going to happen. We've yeah not You've always been... acquitted ourselves too well. Generally, you know, uh, at Man United, just the odd wins here and there. So to then go in and, yeah. and do it, yeah, that, that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Keith, uh, do you reckon that, I mean, that Atletico Madrid result, you know, they haven't been beaten at home in four years, I don't think, in the Champions League. And they've never conceded three in the Champions League before. I mean, it's been a bit overlooked, really, that result, isn't it? It was absolutely unbelievable performance and a game of, you know, just such high drama and almost a pantomime at the end when um, Simeone runs down the, uh, the, the tunnel, doesn't he? You know, so yeah. because we're getting these fantastic results, I don't think there was much emphasis put on that that performance, was there? No, because obviously you know we're on an unbeaten run stretching from last season, and it, the games just keep clocking up very quickly, don't they? And you know it's gone to twenty odd games very quickly, which has again gone under the radar a little bit. But the, obviously, that let's go as they prove when they come back into the team, into the game. Sorry, they are a very good quality good team, so you can't take them lightly. So, I think we needed to start the game the way we did. Obviously, we the way they got back into it was a bit 
you know, we shouldn't allow that to happen. But we, you know, we reacted well in the second half. Um, the sending off was deserved for me. You know, I know he didn't mean to do it, but you know, man, I got sent off the other day against City for this. That's something, something dissimilar, too dissimilar. Yeah. Um, so they're the laws of the game. He's got to go off. Um, yeah. And it's a bit ironic that in, in the two big games we've had in the last, you know, two weeks, that two VAR decisions have gone for us. And quite rightly so by the both of them. But sometimes they've gone against us and they can yeah. turn the game, can't they? Not so much yeah, the United yeah, one yeah. because the game was finished then. But certainly, um, obviously, Atletico, even though we were down to 10 men, they got that penalty. You never know what would have happened, you know, yeah, the last, yeah. what was it, the last five or eight minutes, whatever. But yeah. it was a great performance, you know, it set us up for the Man United game, didn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it certainly did. And Griezmann was the first player, I think, to score two goals in a Champions League match and then get sent off straight red. <laughs> so it's John, I mean, in terms of you know, we we haven't done well against Atletico in the past, have we? But you know, we did. We outplayed them just before the lockdown, then we'd be um but we got beat three two at Anfield. We lost one nil uh, away in Madrid that time, but you know, we haven't really, I think everyone was expecting, you know, uh, hoping for a draw, really, weren't we? Hoping for a draw, but just unbelievable win. Yeah, I, personally, I'd have been happy with a draw before the start. Um, and, yeah, we, we, we haven't done well against them, even though, <clears throat> you know, the time they beat us was an extra time. <clears throat> and um, for the 90 minutes, we battered them. I know yeah. it was only 1-0, wasn't it? Um, but we, you know, Liverpool were brilliant that night and just got Couldn't done draw, really yeah. with a couple yeah. of, um, you know, sucker punches. Like, so in, in some ways, it was a bit of a payback time uh, the other night that we got from them. And without doubt, it makes a difference when you get a strong referee who's not going to be influenced. Yeah. And we had one that night. He yeah. wasn't going to uh, put up with any of their antics and, and he was brave enough to. To yeah. make the correct calls um, when it was required. Yeah, Mono, what was like? What was the atmosphere like in the uh, in the grounds? Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, I, I think Madrid are up there with the best. Atletico Madrid are up there with the best crowd in in Spain. I think with um, with with Seville, you know, they they, they generate a good good uh, atmosphere. But I thought they were they were um, second to none. You know, on the night with um, you know for the Spanish teams. Uh, and I just set the tone, and, and we had a, we had a great crowd over there ourselves. You know, three thousand, I think it was, and it was everyone was up for it. So it, it generated a good atmosphere, you know, for both sets of fans, you know. And, and obviously, once the game kicks off, and um, we, you know, we we played well, didn't we, for the first eighteen minutes, twenty minutes? Yeah, or so, twenty minutes. I mean, they didn't you know, touch the ball, hardly, did no. they? No, should be like Man United, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, they, they were. Uh, he started off well, you know, with the, with the two goals, and you know. But then you see when he started to come into it, and then when the the uh, it was still two 0 I think when uh, we had another chance when uh, Salah done his dancing down the wing and, and he crossed the ball and just I think it's just I think it was Firmino just missed it on the far yeah. post, but it was going going out towards you know a throwing and uh, Manny was coming through with Trippier, and Manny puts his arm across him, but. Yeah, we know Manny's got that in his locker, but it was that he hardly touched him. He, yeah, he only yeah, yeah. his chest, if anything, and not his head. But if he goes down over yeah. his head, then he seems smiling, don't you? You know, with yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. one of the cameras. But that just shows you the way the, the players play for Simeone. It's these tactics that they play for, and yeah, all, yeah. all the you know, he's a great, he was a great footballer. You know, he's a great manager, isn't he? But 
Yeah. All this, all this, all this you know, gamesmanship, you know, yeah. that goes with his game. You know, it, it, it just stems right through the team, you know, for uh, Atletico. And it, I think it just lets them down, you know. But once they, once they come back into the game, it was a great goal. By, I thought uh, that touch off Griezmann. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant, you know, since uh, Van Dijk. That was fantastic. Yeah. And the way he's clustered in the corner, it was a, I thought it was a great goal that, you know. You know, Navi was a bit, um, he should have done better, you know, after, you know, he's won the goal, like, but then, he, he, you know, he's defensive, uh, touches, you know, never, you know, let, let him down, didn't he? Yeah, you know, well, we saw, as soon as for me, as soon as Fabinho come on, <coughs> in the first couple of minutes, we saw how impressive he was in terms of breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, the tax, wasn't it? You know, and so we obviously missed him in, in the first half. But Kite gives you the, a different um, different approach, doesn't he? You know, and yeah. obviously def- defence is not his yeah. is not his game, is it? But uh, and we'll go on to this later, but he was absolutely magnificent at Old Trafford, wasn't yeah, he? So when he going it, forwards, you know, yeah. you can tell he's a good player, but you know, it'd be good to have a mix of Kite and Fabinho as one player, wouldn't it? You know, but Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Uh, Keith, I mean, everything was set up then for um, for the match against Man United. Now, beforehand, and we'd, we'd heard lots of pundits saying if United defend like they did against Leicester, Liverpool before 4-0 up by half-time. But because we're experienced and going to Old Trafford, we know even when we were dominating domestically and in Europe, they always raised the game. It was always their cup final. And, you know, in the past, going to Old Trafford, even when United were, were dominating the Premier League, you know, it's always been a very tough game, hasn't it? You know, and I thought, you know, the 4-1, I never thought we'd better the 4-1. So, Sunday's game was just like... I only started relaxing at 4-0 because, you know, I'd seen the uh, comeback against Atalanta. And, you know, you're 2-0 up at Old Trafford. It, you you don't think you're safe, do you? You're three nil up. And you think, well, at least I think we'll at least get a draw now. Go to four. I mean, it was just unbelievable stuff, wasn't it, Keith? Yeah, without doubt. And you know, United to have sort of not reserve, doubt reservations, but obviously everyone's been there long enough to see what can happen with Man United. But as John said, you know, the referee wasn't that bad on Sunday for us. I don't think. You know, I know things went our way again with decisions, but again, quite rightly so. That's what it's there for to be checked. Uh, you know, Pogba should have been sent off. Uh, Fernandez should have been sent off. That was a bit of a naughty tackle in, in the first half. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and Ronaldo, Ronaldo got away with one, really. You he know, should have gone. That was the Champion League. He's off. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Yeah. But in saying all that, we got the result because we were the most better team. And they, they had a chance early on. Fernandez blazed over. But, you know, who's to say how it would have turned out if he'd have scored? It's too late now. It's gone. But we were the most better team. You know... We controlled everything from front to back to a degree. You know, we had a few little scares, but, you know, we sort of just nipped in and stopped that. Nipped it in the bud, didn't we? You know, whereas against Atletico, they were a bit more all over us in midfield, whereas United stood off us and just let us play around them. And we'd done it perfectly. Anderson was absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, picking up on Keita. Keita, he's, you know, he is good going forward, but he's, he, for me, he's in the team to replace Van Alden. And Van Alden could do both of that. He was the player yeah. you're talking about to a degree. He was a mixture of, you know, him and uh, Fabinho. He could, you know, he did do a lot of tracking back for uh, Alden. So he's got a little, little bit to learn in that respect. But I just hope that he does because he's got, he's, he's a good player, and you can see that he's got talent. He just needs to be a bit more disciplined sometimes, and and get stuck in sometimes. That's all it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
He yeah. should got to get. And obviously, you know, the other fella nearly broke his, his leg there. He was a bad tackle, that by Pogba. Yeah, he's back in. He's back in training this week. So hopefully yeah, well, which is good to hear. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's good. John, I mean, I don't know if you've been like me, but I've been, you know, ever, since Monday, I've just read every paper, watched Match of the Day about four times, all the highlights on Sky. And also, I've been, uh, for me since, for purely research purposes, <laughs> I've been listening to Man United podcasts. And there's one in particular, the United We Stand one, who were all saying that was their biggest and worst defeat ever. And there's no going back from them. They can say the 6-1 against City, uh, they were still in the game in the second half. He said, but Liverpool could have scored seven or eight there. They just get, you know, they just decided to declare. I mean, have you been listening to the United podcast to take? No, no, I, I haven't gone that far, to, to be honest. I want, I want to listen to them. Um, I can understand that from their point of view, given the way that they look at us, even when they're successful, they still look at us. Um, I can understand why they're so gutted about it, because uh, they've never done anything like that to us. Uh, albeit, I do remember one of their big victories against us, even though I never went. I remember the day, in those nine years old, like, when they beat us 4-1 at Anfield. Well, I remember where I was on the day I wasn't at Anfield. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure it will book them for a long, long time to come, unless by some fluke they do some sort of um, reversal with us at some point in the near future. Yeah. Mono, we've we've never suffered to you. That was, that was an absolute humiliation, wasn't it? And, you know, if you look at their team and you look at the superstars in their team, that's what they are. They're the superstars, aren't they? But they haven't got a team. And it was so evident on... On, on Sunday, wasn't it, the way we were just passing around them? And, I mean, you know, did you ever think United would end up like that? I mean, when we saw Ronaldo at signed, I thought that was a bad move because he's going to upset the dressing room, isn't he? They've got loads of young, great potential players, but it just seems to be an absolute mess, doesn't it? They don't, they don't press. They don't do anything. And Liverpool literally passed the ball into the net, didn't they? It was so easy, wasn't it? You know, go... Um, when Ronaldo signed them, you know, was was City were on the verge of getting them allegedly, so they didn't want that to happen. So let, let's throw the wheel at him. Let's get him here, back home, so they say. Um, but then when he when he got dropped, well, well, when he got rested for one of the games during the week, and then they get got beaten me or three, I can't remember now. And uh, he come out, he, he come on, and he wasn't happy going. He was straight off the pitch. So he's upset the dress, uh, the dressing room right away, as not Then, in other words, don't don't drop me again, Ollie. I'm playing every week, and this is what you're going to get. So yeah. there's, no, there's discontent right away. So that undermines the manager right away. So when you probably listen to your podcast uh, from from United fans, probably all <laughs> this is being said about it. You know, oh, well, I've you know, been, yeah. yeah, you know. So, um, both, you know, five mil. You know, it's. It's it's an item. It's you know you know as you said John before you know Bobby Charlton scored in that game didn't he uh, the cracker thing from yeah. you know thirty yards out and you know as a kid like but um, but for me it, it it laid the ghost of seventy seven the cup final yeah. Yeah. I know the beast was again ninety six like but but that seventy seven always always hurt me that because it was you know we we went in seventy four to yeah. our first we and John together. Cup final, and you know, we'd only ever won one of them, and we wanted to win it again, you know, in, in 77, you know, before we went to Rome. And 
and put us on the reel down for it for a couple of hours. Then we realised where we were going, then and then you know we picked we picked ourselves up. But it's always stuck with me, you know. Seventy, you know, you know they put one over us, yeah. And you know they had to, they got the songs about it, you know, and and then obviously in '96 again, many pieces again. But but remember that was a cup final. <coughs> but for us to go and beat them five yeah. nil at Old Stafford, you know this this will hurt them for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're going to be reminded in the days of social media. They're getting reminded every day. There's all sorts of things going around on Twitter and WhatsApp, isn't there? Straight yeah. after the game, you know. Yeah. But I mean, Liverpool played a press last night. The crowd are singing Ollie's at the wheel, and that is that. Mm. Think that'll be a, a recurring thing, or because it's we never used to sing about United, did we? No, we never do. But listen, we just got to uh, uh, rejoice in it. Yeah, you know, it's the way it is. You know, the one bag. You know, Everton, Man United, our greatest rivals. You know, you know there are. There's only sorts of. There's only United and Liverpool's got all these trophies, you know, that can, yeah. you know, so it, it become that's what it's become, you know, it's it's the Liverpool, Manchester, you know, whether it's the music, whether it's the culture, whether it's, you know, who's the best city in the north, you know, listen, it's two two football teams who want to be, be the best uh, with all the trophies and we all strive to do it. But two football back, giants. Yeah, going back to what you said before, you know, uh are United, you know, all just in the individual plays? Well, they just seem to be, don't they? They are the Ireland Gold Tosses of, yeah, of of the Premier League at the moment, you know, because they, they come back to what you're saying about the pressing, you know, you know, can a Ronaldo, you know, run, run for 90 minutes, you know, back and yeah. forth? He can't do it. It's no. impossible for him to no. do it. So, whereas you know, look at, look at Firmino, you know, um, he was, he Firmino, was absolutely yeah. brilliant on Sunday, you know, because yeah. uh, he's the false number nine. But but then he's a midfielder, you know, and he's back and forward all the time, you know, break breaking the play up or with either defence or getting forward again, you know, to feed money or sell it. I thought yeah. he was excellent on him Sunday. Yeah, Keith. I mean, there was some amazing stats going around on the Monday about what Liverpool did in terms of possession. But Salah's the first ever player to score a hat trick away at Man United in the history of the Premier League, um, and also. He's the first Liverpool player to, to score three on the run against United. One of them was in the FA Cup, of course. Um, and he, he's also... Liverpool's victory was obviously the biggest defeat they've ever had in the Premier League, apart from the um, 6-1 against City and the 6-1 against Tottenham. But I think it hurt more this, didn't it? Because they weren't in the game at all. Whereas if you remember that City game and remember that Tottenham game, they were in the game until maybe the last 15, 20 minutes. But Liverpool literally at half time thought, we don't want to get in any more injuries here. This is it now. We just, you know, we'll keep the ball. Yeah, you know, and <clears throat> most Man United fans are the old, the old generation, like the us, I suppose, you know, they know the football, they're not stupid. Uh, and they they could see for their own eyes that we, we just took our foot off the gas, didn't we? Let's be honest about it. And the game was dead and buried, and we didn't want more injuries. You know, unfortunately, uh, Kater got injured after what was it about after an hour was it or something. So you know yeah. that didn't really work to a degree. But I was, you know, do you want to get more injuries? I, me, pal, personally, when you're in the ground, you caught up the emotion of it. You want to put as many past them as you can. It's a so simple. You, you want you probably, six and seven, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Six would have been nice, wouldn't it? Listen, Peter, I'd have gone for eight and nine, me personally, because <laughs> you're never going to get the opportunity again, are you? To a degree. Going back, you know, I don't want to talk about United that much because they're not our team. But you talk about superstars in the team who don't want to play as a team. Real Madrid had them for years and they could make a team play. 
it's down to the manager. Then that manager's not good enough for them. And long may he continue being there, by the way. Don't get me wrong, because Real Madrid had the team full of superstars for years and he won everything inside. Because he had teams, he had players who could work and he had, a manager, he had managers who made them work and he can't do it. And I hope he stays there forever, but I don't think he will. He won't stay there much longer. Yeah. John, did you know that, um, you know, uh, Liverpool, the first time Man United ever be gone in half-time, four goals behind in the Premier League? I, I didn't. I remember when they were three down to Tottenham and they came back and won, didn't they? Yeah. A few yeah. years ago. They won at White Hart Lane. Um, Hog, Hogbear <clears throat> also got um, sent off in the 61st minute and Jordan Henderson had completed 84 passes by then compared to United's collectively 56. <laughs> and Liverpool's possession over that period was 83%. Uh, well, I suppose, you know, in hindsight, it was sort of probably done a 3 0, but yeah, it was all over then. And personally, I was sort of happy that Klopp sort of decided 5 0. Yeah, leave it at that. Don't get any more injuries, but don't concede. Don't let them get consolation goal. I know we got away with the one that was uh, offside, um, just, just offside. Uh, but yeah. I was happy. I'd have been happy with five nil if you told me before the game. So, so I'm happy with that. So some of those stats are just unbelievable, aren't they? And um, I don't think it was a Man United player. No Man United player managed more than uh, one successful tackle. Le- Liverpool registered eleven. Van Dijk completed sixty-five out of sixty-eight passes, ninety-six percent success. Salah, Firmino and Jota terrorised the United defence. But I think Jordan Henderson ran the show in midfield. And when you see Jordan Henderson's stats, they're just remarkable. He had 144 touches, 31 more than any other player on the pitch. And he completed 128 passes, 43 more than any other player on the pitch. Now, I know what people will say. People say, well, you know, that's when Liverpool were keeping the ball. And playing triangles like it was a training session, which is correct, but there's still unbelievable stats, aren't, aren't they, Keith? Without doubt, yeah. You know, you're in, you're in the right to have the training session at the end of the game by doing what you did in the first hour. You know what I mean? They totally obliterated United and just demoralised them. So they just, I don't blame them for doing what we've talked about before. You know, we, we do want to go out and batter them, obviously, but I understand why they didn't do it in some respects. So, they got to save themselves. But Jordan Anderson, he just, to me, he just keeps getting better. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, he's, you, we miss him when he's, obviously when he's not there, you know, he comes back into the team, he leads them, he gets them going, he he encourages, you know, he, if he makes a mistake, he goes and rectifies his state away. Um, he does everything. You know, the ball he put through for Salah for the Latvik was a fantastic ball. Oh, you know, unbelievable. I know, I, I don't want to tell you, everyone said, oh, what a great ball, but you know, if the other fellow plays for them, Ronaldo or Fernandes, but they'd be eulogising for it for yeah. months and months and months, it just gets forgotten about because it's Jordan Anderson. Someone, you get some some idiot saying, oh, it's a flute, that. But he, he's done that time and again, Anderson. Yeah. He just goes under the radar because of his. he's a good footballer. He is a good footballer. Yeah. But he's more of a leader than a footballer for us. And that's what he does. You know, you can see when he comes out onto the pitch, you know, he, you know, his chest is out and he doesn't care where he is now because he's so experienced. He's been all over the world with Liverpool and won things. So... Yeah. Not in phases of him anymore, which is brilliant to see. And you know, I'm glad that he sorted his contract out. 
uh, because we need him to stay at the club. Um, and I hope he stays until he can't kick a ball again because that's what he, that's how important he is for us. Yeah. John, how how long do you think we can um, we can uh, milk this one? <laughs> is this one? Is this forever? I mean, I've already <laughs> seen I've already seen t-shirts and badges and you know, just that. Do you think to yourself, oh, you know, you know, it's it's a result, but get on with it, you know. But I, I do think, think, yeah, because it's. You know, it's the same three points as you're playing Brighton for on Saturday, which is just as important, you know. So I know it's only the fans who are maybe trying to milk it and what have you. You've not heard anything from the players, which is good from, from my point of view. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and but that's, I'm a bit sort of old school. I know I could run him around Bob Paisley type attitude, like, you know, <laughs> that's his three now. Let's, let's, start, let's get on you're, to the next You're turning now. into Ronnie Moran. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, um, but let the younger ones milk it a bit. But I'd rather not hear yeah, I mean, to be honest, you know, yeah, yeah. if we're playing them, fair enough. But if we're not playing them, I'd rather not hear any songs from us about them, to be honest. Yeah. Just, just concentrate on our own team. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Now, Mono, you know, after the euphoria of Sunday. It was back to um, back down to reality in Preston. Uh, I mean, did you? I mean, we, Minamino and Origi scored the goals. Like, but did anyone else impress you of the youngsters? Yeah, uh, uh, well, before the youngsters, I thought the Ox had a good game. You know, yeah. uh, uh, the most senior player. You know, I thought he played well. Minamino was fine. Uh, uh, I thought Origi was awful, to be honest with you. But he do, he scored he scores a Kenny Zagley's goal. You know, <laughs> with, with his heel. That's like, a, that's um, like a, a training goal, isn't it? Messing around. Yeah, but you know, obviously Bradley coming on, you know, but I, I thought Nicole, uh, Nicole Williams was brilliant. He, I thought for me, he was man of the match, you know, uh, the, the run that he done, you know, for uh, for the goal, like, and I thought he was, he, he was excellent. Uh, the the yeah. ball off, um, the ball off Bradley to him as well was was a great ball, you know, to, to, to make the goal run from him. Uh, and you know Tyler uh, Morton, you know he, I thought he, he had a great game, but yeah. you know Blair off front, I thought he, you know he, he never moved from like a, a sort of fifteen yard area, you know. And that's where I, and that's where I thought Rigi should have been a bit better for him, you know, yeah. be, you know help him out, you know, the knock-ons and you know little pass to him, you know. But Rigi could just couldn't get in the game, could he? Yeah. Until he scores no, that no, goal, no. Like. but no. you know, doing still win, we're in the courses and uh, we look forward yeah. to the draw on Saturday. So Keith, I mean, in terms of the within the quarters, and this this used to be a competition that we we treated like Man City have been treated recently, and we used to try and go on and win it. But if you look at the teams left in it, you got Chelsea, Arsenal, Sunderland, Brentford, West Ham, Leicester, and Spurs. You know, it, is it a trophy? You think the Klopp will think will start playing a stronger team as we get you know further on in the competition, or do you think he he'll just see it as a way of have you know a showcase for the youngsters? Um, a bit of both, probably. I think. I think if we can qualify for the Champions League as quick as we can, it may may force us hand a little bit to give them because obviously some of these games are up before Christmas, aren't they, in the League Cup? Um, so you may rest the players in the um, in Europe and play them in the the European, uh, sorry, the League Cup or whatever they call it now. So yeah, for me, 
we want to win every game, don't we? Let's be honest about it. You know, I know the, the kids go in and do a great job for us. You know, they're outstanding again last night. Um, and as Mono said, you know, I thought, uh, I thought Chamberlain did play well, actually. I think Chamberlain sometimes comes into them games. He tries too hard because he, he's yeah. so, so sort of Trying committed to the, to the cause. Um, and I think sometimes he's just... It just doesn't work for him and he gets, he gets all frustrated, but he done all right last night. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, for me, you know, the, that draw there, all right, Sunderland, take Sunderland out the equation, all the other teams, they're all, you know, they're all beatable, but, they, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll put good sides out. If we, yeah. Whoever plays us will put a good side out against us. Yeah. Mono? Yeah, yeah, they can say for me, um, go back, like, was it a couple of years ago, was it a couple of seasons ago when we played Midtjylland and we didn't maybe some position on it where we had to, where we, it was a dead rubber, wasn't it? But he yeah. played. He played the the team. You know, Yossi got injured, didn't he? Yossi got injured. Yeah. So you know, over today, obviously, it's the money. Um, it's two and a half million for three points in there or something. Yeah. And 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 you only get on the ground if you win, or sorry, was it a million quid or on the ground for winning the the the, um, the league cup? So it's. It swings in round, so that one is what comes first, the trophy or, or the money. You know, it's that's that's the conundrum, isn't it? You know, that that'll that'll tell us where we where we what what team we will play in the last stages of it. So yeah, that, and and the draws on Soccer AM, which is a weird on one. On Saturday morning, yeah, yeah. You know, it uh, wasn't Soccer AM when I was scoring that goal. You might see might see Victor's own own leg, hopefully. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a strange one, Soccer AM, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. You know, but maybe it's trying to boost. You know, I mean, get get some ratings there. You know, but it's usually. Uh, I thought it would have been good if it was after the games last night. Yeah, but they generally are, aren't they? You know, yeah. it's and it, you know makes it better. You know, for the, for the football fan, doesn't it? Not not like four yeah. days later or something. Know what I mean? You know, it was Simon Hughes, by the way, tweeted today, and it was about when you. When you get a hundred thousand pounds for winning the league cup, as well as yeah, and two point yeah. five million for each victory in the group stages of the Champions League, there's only one priority for Liverpool, and you can understand that kind of. Yeah, so but you know, as a football fan, we all love the trophy, but you know, you the other side of it, you know, we, we all want to keep Mo, don't we? You know, we want to yeah. sign a contract, and then you know, the hierarchy go well for us. You know, we what you want, you know, the league cup or Mo Salah. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. You know, we want both of you, but you know, yeah, yeah. But go back to before so we've we got. got the... Sorry, please. I just, I just thought, you know, Salam. I thought he, he had a great game last night, and you know, for an eighteen-year-old kid, uh, yeah, yeah. And I think he's got a great future, you know. Yeah. So we've got Brighton on uh, Saturday. Liverpool have won the last two uh, Premier League matches five nil. Who were they against, uh, John? Can you remember? <laughs> but the um, you know we're looking now uh, to become the third side to win three Premier League matches in a row by scoring five or more goals. Is that a possibility? I think the other two were Chelsea in 2010 and City in 2017. All right, I didn't realise that a couple of clubs had done it. <clears throat> yeah, but do you think that's no, a possibility? I, uh, I don't think so against Brighton. Brighton. Uh, Recently, um, I know they haven't had their win recently because I think going back, I think they drew with Arsenal, didn't they? They should have beat Arsenal that night. Yeah. They had Man City, I know they had Norwich away and they went out to the League Cup. But when I've seen Brighton this season, I think they're a good team. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. some really good players. And 
the manager's a decent guy as well, and he's a decent coach at the same time. Um, so it'll be a difficult game against Brighton. I certainly won't be anything like a 5 0. Me, yeah. I'd accept a 1 0, to be honest. Yeah. 1 0 yeah. winning for me. Yeah. Don't need to be going for echo, just need to get three points. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we've got to think of uh, goal difference, haven't we? Keith, I mean, in terms of um, in terms of Saturday, it's you know, I mean, Thiago looked like he was in training. Kaita looked like he was in training this week. So I don't know if Fabinho was. I haven't, I haven't seen him in any of the photographs. But I mean, do you expect it business as usual? Give just give Mo Salah the ball. He scored unbelievably. He scored ten on the run, hasn't he? In ten um, games, can yeah. you see it being eleven? Uh, I don't see no reason why not. You know, the way he's playing, the way... And <clears throat> the one thing I like is Salah, and we all touched on it, his work rate's phenomenal, you know what I mean? He, you know, he's not your, he's not your archetypal goal anger, is he? He does work for the team. Um, yeah. So I don't see any reason why he can't go. You know, but as John said, and you know, no one thinks the same. Brighton are a good side. They've got a good manager, knows what he's doing. Um, but who's to say Liverpool couldn't put five past them? I'm not saying they will. I wouldn't surprise me if they did, to be totally honest, with the way they're playing at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the proverb will get the early goal, let them open up. But Brighton will come and have a goal anyway. They're not going to sit back as such. Mm. You know, they'll play the football, they'll play the game the way they, the way they always play it. And they're coming to win the game, aren't they? Um, but, yeah, they are, yeah. Well, <clears throat> um, I wouldn't, it, wouldn't put, it wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool did put a few goals past them, to be yeah. totally honest with um, you. Mono, did you see the, um, the clip, uh, Ben Foster talking about Salah uh, at the end of the game? Did you see that this week? Where he said he started talking to Salah. He said he knows why Salah's a winner now, because he just scored that unbelievable goal against them. And then at the end of the game, he said, "If I'd have got a penalty, which way would you have gone?" <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And you know that was at the end of the game, always trying to improve. You know, and that yeah. that sums up, doesn't it? I mean, we've got to get that contact sorted. I think it's imperative that that we do and. Um... I don't know if the, the room was like last week that his representatives were over. I don't know. I was I was opening me heart of hearts that we might have heard something before the United game, you know. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, yeah, you know, we keep saying on it, you know, we've got to get it nailed. You know, uh, we can, you know, twenty nine. We know he's got two and a half years left. You know, he's got his best football in the next the next two and a half years. He's going to be here, but we want him to be happy when he's playing here. Yeah. I'm not. Well, well, you know, I seen it. He's interviewed only last week when he said, yeah. "I want to stay in Liverpool. I love Liverpool." Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's you know everything set up for him to, to sign, but you know it's going back to what I just said there about you know the, the League Cup or um, you know play play your um, your strong team or you play after kids and, and your friends plays or you play your full team or we or we you know it's we play Milan, don't we, on the seventh of December when. The, the quarterfinals are on the 22nd, I think, 22nd, 23rd uh, December, Christmas week. So a couple of weeks, but then we've got Leicester on it. Then we got Leeds, Boxing Day, then we got Leicester. But then we're going to lose the uh, the African players, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So it's, be it's a lot of football yeah. in, in between all that, you know, so mm. something's got to give somewhere, mm. you know, uh, as, as one of the songs goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John? We've got um, the match officials on Saturday. You've got Mike Dean. Yeah. What have, what have you got? Any little black book for Mike Dean? Is there any? Well, uh, I think he was fourth official at Old Trafford actually last week. But, but Mike Dean's the guy that didn't think 
there was any fouls in the game against Burnley. If you yeah. remember all the wrestling that was going on. He was referee yeah. for that game. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but Brighton, said, so, Brighton will be... They're not that cynical, are they, Brighton? They are no, trying to play football, aren't they? You know? No, they aren't. Brighton, Brighton's a better football team. You know, but remember, Brighton made it really difficult for us. I know we didn't have the crowd, but Brighton was one of those teams that won when we lost the... Um, was it six on the trot um, last season at Anfield? Brighton was one of them, and um, yeah, they made it very difficult for us, you know. And they had the, yeah. the three centre halves, I think. And, we, we um, don't like to talk about last year. Last year did not exist. <laughs> but but yeah, that, but you know they made it difficult that day, and they can make it difficult on Saturday. So we have to be at our best. Hope that we don't need Mike Dean to make any decisions that he might not want to make, and. Um, you know, hopefully get the three points anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now, Keith, we've got the, um, I mean, it's come fairly quick. We've got the Atletico game next week at uh, Anfield. I mean, if we win that, uh, we qualify, and that means the last two are like we can rest players and that. Do you think, I mean, obviously, Simeone will be after revenge, won't he? He's abs- he was absolutely fuming that night, wasn't he? Uh, you know, and I think Klopp was absolutely brilliant after the game saying, it's no problem. He was emotional, you know, and we all have emotions. And I just waved and he'd gone. But you know, yeah, you'd like to be there. You'd like to have them. You'd like to have them mic'd up on the touchline there, wouldn't you? On uh, next week. Yeah, obviously the two big, you know, big characters, aren't they? And let's be honest about the club's upset some people on the line himself while being Liverpool manager, aren't he? Oh yeah. In yeah. the time, so. I go, you know, to me, I don't mind Simeone. He's one of them managers or a player as a player. He's like Suarez, isn't he? You love yeah. him when he's with you and you hate him when he's playing against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. that type. You know, he divides opinion, doesn't he? But, you know, I'm surprised someone's not snapped Simeone up. And I know he's had a big club. But to me, you know, when all these big jobs come up, I'm, yeah. I'm amazed some club don't take a chance on him because he's a good manager. Well, you yeah. Know, it's, he's it's, a good it's, manager. He knows what he's doing. Of course, yeah. I mean, so, you know, say that on one of these podcasts. You know, they were talking about someone like Simeone. And, you know, United fans were going, oh, we can't have Simeone. He's too negative. He's not a United-type thing. But I was just thinking to myself, no. You know, he should be flattered if he even want to go there. The state you're in. Listen, Atletico Madrid have booked the trend in Spain against the two big clubs all the time, haven't they? They give them a black eye. They beat them and they win them to to the league. And they're they're not on the negative side. They just play to the strength to a degree, you know. They've got some good players over the years. They've had good players, haven't they? You know what I mean? But he just gets them playing the way he does. Um, but on Wednesday, is it Wednesday, I think it is the game? Yeah. Um, it's going to be a tough game again, but the crowd will be there, you know, they'll be up for it. As we spoke about uh, before, the last game we played them, before the pandemic kicked in, we absolutely battered them. Yeah, just yeah. Couldn't put, just couldn't put the ball. So we've got nothing to fear at home as such, but it won't be easy. There's no two ways about it. Um, yeah. But hopefully he puts a strong side out on Saturday, a strong side out on Wednesday, and gets the game put to bed um, and move on. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Yeah, I mean, Mono, it's, it's another you know, mouth-watering uh, Champions League game, isn't it? You know, I mean, especially so soon after the last one. Because the last one, you know, it had everything, didn't it? It had absolutely everything. It had drama sending off, people going crazy on the touchline, you know, 2 0 up. We had 84% of possession in the first 20 minutes, I think. Someone said, 
of the stats. You know, you're thinking against Atletico, this is just unreal, you know. And now again, we're so lucky, aren't we, to be Liverpool fans, really, thinking about it. Yeah, not forgetting the, the two pens, you know, when we scored, and then the one that they never got. And as you yeah, said, I think yeah, as Keith yeah. said before, you know, they, uh, you know, give yeah. us something. Very surprised that that was overturned, but, you know, you've, yeah. got, to, you've got to respect the... Uh, uh, the referee for that, you know, he was strong, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was, yeah. He, was, he seems to be better in Europe, you know, we've said that before, I mean, it, it'll be another great game. I think every game we've had against yeah, Atletico has been, been, uh, been exciting and it been end-to-end. Now, as you say, the game uh, last year before the pandemic, when they beat us, how we lost that, I don't know. We all come out there, you know, yeah. we don't, we don't know maybe how, what happened there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. How, how did we lose that game? So, um, but the Istrianics will be back out again from uh, f- from the Spaniards. Yeah. Uh, no Griezmann, which is a big loss for them. No, yeah. You know, uh, I, yeah, thought, I, I said before, player, I, I thought he was, player. I thought he was brilliant last week. You know, he, especially that such, you know, saying Van Zijk and then put him in yeah. the corner, great yeah. goal. Yeah, it's going to be another cl- uh, classic European night. Uh, yeah. But yeah, let's win it and put it to bed. You know, yeah. Or get the points. You know, at least you know, so they can. You know, it's it's more or less over then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. John, are you looking forward to seeing Suarez? You're going to be giving him a, a hostile reception. I thought he was one of the best, uh, best ever players, you know, when he played for us. Yeah. So I wouldn't personally give him a hostile reception, but I think he might get one um, because of the way that the team will play, really. Because, you know, Wednesday night's got all the makings of a really horrible evening because yeah. <laughs> they're not going to come to entertain Let's no. go Madrid. And whatever they can do to spoil the game yeah. and to stop us dominating the game, they will. You know, all them tricks which we've all regularly yeah. seen over the years. And, you know, when someone gets injured, the trainer yeah. comes on, the manager comes on, the doctor comes on, three <laughs> nurses, you know, and there's nothing wrong with the guy. All yeah. of that's going to come out on Wednesday night. Um, but Burnley with skill, aren't they, basically? Yeah, yeah. And don't underestimate the skill that they've got. You know, because they have got some good players. Yeah, well, that's what Klopp said. Then he was very surprised that, you know, with such outstanding, skillful players, the style they adopt. You know, obviously that was at a a broadside against Simeone. Yeah, but but that's why I said earlier on, it it was such a brilliant result because you haven't just beaten a a Burnley, if you like, on on their own ground. You've beaten a decent team on their own ground, but who tried to employ tactics that would put most teams off in this world and you know um but, but we stood for him and, and we beat them and you know maybe the important thing on Wednesday night as well would be um the officials yeah, yeah and how they all yeah. stand up to it yeah so uh, Keith I mean we, you know just just to round off really a few people have been saying on on websites and that is this you know everyone looks to the you know the late 70s team 78 79 also to the mid 80s team as well 85, 86, I mean, but is this, this team's got to be compared with the, you know, because we said, we said even two or three years ago, it's about a dynasty, isn't it? And, you know, since 2018, apart from last year, which we won't mention, you know, because it didn't exist, but we are unbelievable, aren't we? This is back to the 2019, 20 period when we were just, you know, we were just outstanding, weren't we? Yeah, you know, I think you've got to put it into, into, into the context of where we are and where them teams were in the late 70s, mid-80s. Liverpool took 
under Shankly and, and Alfie Page, it took them like 20 years, 25 years to build the club up to get to the situation where yeah. we challenged and we won everything, then we carried that on. Now, Klopp's only had, what, four or five years? Yeah. Trying to get back yeah. to that. Plus, you throw into, into the equation them. You got like some Man City with you know unending money to spend on players. You got Chelsea doing the same. You got Man United doing the same. You know, so that's another barrier that he's had to overcome. We we do our business in a different way, and he's obviously overcome that. So to me, they are in, you know up there with them teams because they've had to overcome such a lot of hurdles to get to where they are and where they're hopefully going to be at the end of the season. Whereas them teams. It's just a well-oiled machine then, wasn't it? He just rolled on. They just rolled everyone over, didn't they? Because the work had already been done prior to that. Yeah. In, in a lot of respects. Yeah. Mono, if, if they can be mentioned in the same breath as them now, I think they, it's got to be, haven't they? Yeah, of course. You know, you know, the seventies and he's, you know, it was that era as well. One of remember, you know, winning all the European Cups and all, all the leagues, you know, the doubles and and we, we said to him a couple of years, you know, for this team to to get in that bracket, we've got to do something similar. Which, yeah. well, we, we, you know, when we lost it out to the league by one point, you know, then we, the next season we went and won it. Yeah. You know, then obviously, whatever last last year was, you know, was being and gone. Let's 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 just say, forget about that. No one. fans doesn't happen. Doesn't no, never never happened. Why um, <laughs> what happened last year? I've been asleep. <laughs> uh, and and this year, the way we've started off now, you know, it's. It's uh, if we can get a trophy either either the league or the European Cup, yeah. it keeps it keeps us going in that yeah, bracket. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. now you can say this, this is a great team, you know, and we, they've all just signed new contracts this season, haven't they? This yeah. year, so only we're only waiting out one outstanding, uh, yeah. and hopefully we can get them. And then it's it's um, we're okay for the foreseeable, then aren't we? You know, well we're in uh, we're in absolute dreamland, aren't we? Let's get it right, and you know I think. When when people are like analysing the games now, we were written off at the beginning of the season because we didn't have many, many big buys. But, yeah. you know, and we haven't mentioned Kanate. Kanate, yeah. He was yeah. magnificent, wasn't he? Yeah. On on Sunday, mm. he was like you know the way he, he was brushing players off when the little scuffle came. It was it was just absolutely hilarious. Wasn't Especially it, you know? Fred when Fred came over to him, <laughs> he just off. brushed them off. You know, but... it was great when he uh, just who was it? He just. Went in for the tackle and threw Ronaldo on the floor, and they were all looking for the foul. And the referee just where you play on, didn't he? Yeah, it was just yeah. hilarious. It was he was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that was a massive shout by Klopp to put him in, wasn't it? Yeah. Because you know, there's obviously Gomez there who's used to Van Dijk, but massive shout, and it was what a decision that was because you know he just he, he performed magnificently, didn't he? And, yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. He's colossus, isn't he? Size Oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah. You've been listening to Ali LaRouge. I'd like to thank uh, the guests, the um, Stephen Monaghan, Keith Colvin and John Nicholson. Uh, keep your feedback coming. I'm you know, glad you're all still listening. And what a time to be a Liverpool fan. And I hope some of those Man United fans might be listening as well because uh, it must be painful for you to listen to this. Ali LaRouge, thanks very much. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. And hopefully we'll have more points on the board and we'll have seen a dramatic game at Anfield against Atletico. You've been listening to the Ali La Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.